Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. And this episode is brought to you by Daniel and Clint. Uh, we already said. We're I'm Daniel. You. Oh, wait. Oh. He's yes. Clint. Okay. Then we're there. Technically, every episode is brought to you by Daniel and Clint. If we I have had these microphones, to. we talk into them. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. You just it's I got we this are recording package. this, Clint. I don't know I if you know this. I don't know if you know a little sticky note. Sorry, said, I should I should have disclosed this earlier. You really should. Uh, we are recording these these episodes. I don't know. This, well, I would have. A said lot I'll, of people out there listening to the nonsense that you are spouting off. I would have a, said things a, a lot differently had I known that, Daniel. <laughs> I. Oh Next dear, time. I feel I feel as though I might need to recant a bit of my testimony from earlier. Hi, <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast. Dan and I are coming at you three times a week during the off season, five times a week in season. We're here to talk about UGA, football, basketball, all things alike. Uh, and we take our fandom very seriously. We don't take ourselves very seriously, as you can already tell. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Glad you found us. If you're old of the podcast, hey. Uh, we are so happy you are here with us. We hope we bring some levity to your day while we talk about our beloved Bulldogs. Uh, and that's what we're all about. We're a podcast for fans by fans, Daniel. Helping you to be the best fans that you can be. It's not about breaking right. news or insider information. It is simply uh, what we hope to be a lighthearted and enjoyable conversation centered around the stuff that fans want to talk about. So we want you to be the best fans that you can be. We uh, take our fandom very seriously, and we're so glad that you're here, as Clint said. Uh, we love getting all of your emails, your thoughts, your questions, your comments, your segment ideas. Keep them coming. Uh you can email us at LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. Thank you to all of you who le- have left us a rating or mm. a review. We really appreciate that. You can continue to do that if you want to help us out. If you like the show and want to help the show, just do that. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a short review. And that helps out the show uh, a, a, a tremendous amount. Subscribing to the show is obviously the most tangible and helpful thing that you can do for the show. And then you can tell a friend about the show. Uh, these, these are all things that help us out a bunch. Again, we're not in the business of asking you for money. Uh, we are not uh, in the business of trying to set up any sorts of paywalls for you to jump through or jump over. We're just here to be Georgia fans. And as Georgia fans, Clint... As we get into June, now we are just we are deep in the throes of June, Clint. I don't know if you know this, but as it's seven hundred degrees outside, goes up, so does yes. the the thirst for more news coming out of Georgia the, and Athens. The bloodlust for college football happening we is see you, is, hoops. We see you. Yeah, it's happening. So we are um, we are deep into our excitement level building for the 2020 season and as we do we are counting down the most exciting games now these are not the games that we think will be the best games these are not the games that we think will be the most competitive games or the most important games for the university of georgia these are simply this is simply a rating to rate which games clint and i are most excited about for the college football the upcoming college football season we began our countdown last week um, uh, number 12 on the list was the Louisiana Monroe Red Hawk. What are the I, I, eagles? Some sort of bird? It's a, it's there's a bird. a bird involved. And there's a color. That's That was number 12 on the list. It's week four. Uh, number, number 11 on the list was East Tennessee State. 
Mainly, it came in ahead of Louisiana Monroe because it's the first home game of the year. And so, first opportunity to see the boys in Sanford Stadium. And then, number 10 on the list, um, how are you doing, Vandy? Just you, you down there with East Tennessee State and Louisiana Monroe. That's that's the show you made it on, and you ought to be lucky to be on that one. Yeah, I was just going to say. Louisiana Monroe might beat you on a neutral field this year. So... Say he's wrong. Don't look now. Don't look now. But which brings us to number nine on our list, Clint. And number nine is the University of Speaking of Georgia Hoops, it is none other than the Kentucky Wildcats. Oh. Clint. Only the football team this time. It is Mark Stoops and the Kentucky Wildcats. I don't know if you know this, but the Kentucky Wildcats um started a wide receiver at quarterback last year. Who? Cool. They they did. They, they said, what's, what's the wishbone got to do with it? Lynn Bowden, and they scored zero points against the University of Georgia in probably the most boring college football game I've ever watched in my entire life. Correct. Clint, I was, how frustrated were you in the first half of that game? Look, when Kirby just decided to pack it in, halftime, like, nah, nah, let's, let's just go in. He, he packed it in in pregame warmups, Clint. Like he didn't. He said. He I'm said done. we get we get a safety, we win this game, and he was right. But still, very frustrating and very boring to watch. Gosh, that Kentucky game was deplorable. Uh, Clint, Kentucky comes in at number nine on our list. Um, it's pretty low. Is there anything to be excited about about this game? That's my question to you. Look, here's the deal. It is long since been a thing remember a couple years ago we were going up to kentucky and kentucky got all the love in the entire world up and coming sec team a uh, lot of love a lot of love knocking on the door in the division saying hey watch out stoops is making a juggernaut over here had that kid uh running back that had all the accolades um and we just went up and said please be quiet please shush say no more words we will speak from here on out. Um, and it feels like this year there's not that much excitement for Kentucky. There's not the the rankings. It's not the biggest game day feel for them. at. Kro- I think it's Kroger Stadium, right? It is. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. They play at Kroger Field. Yeah. So just, just, just allow that to resonate. Wash that over you. Okay. <laughs> Um, the the U the scan lane at Kroger Field, the Kentucky Wildcats. How great would it be if that was like a little little terminal they set up to get your ticket in? Just the U scan lane. U scan. They don't even have the guy with the thing anymore. No. Like the 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 guy in the yellow vest. He's not even there. It's just it's a U scan now, guys. Just don't worry. Uh, about it. There's but, the there's the one old lady who's trying to get her ticket. Like it won't go. Just can we get just, a, just the red little blinking light on the checkout scan? Can we get? A, Help over here. And the, and the clerk who get... has 15 lanes that she's supervising. <laughs> I can't get mine to go. <laughs> There's not uh, that much excitement from Kentucky uh, this year. It doesn't have the same feel as a previous uh, couple years at all, Daniel. Don't tell that to Cole Kublik. This is the well, best offensive line yeah. in the SEC East, Clint. Yeah. Yeah. This is an absolute juggernaut of a football program. <laughs> sure. Um Clint, I mean, does Kentucky have a quarterback? Your guess is as good as mine. I I think they have just freshmen. Oh. Just it's just all freshmen at this point. Listen, Mark Stoops has made Kentucky as formidable 
as I believe Kentucky can be as sure. a football program. That's a fair way if of saying If they fire it. Mark Stoops, they will go down. Like that's a, that's my that's the nicest thing I can say about Mark Stoops. If they fire him, they will get worse. The fact that Kentucky is miles ahead of Vanderbilt and maybe ahead of even teams like Missouri and South Carolina um, is saying a lot. But Kentucky is not an exciting game uh, as obviously both of those teams, Missouri and South Carolina, for example, are still to come on our list. There's nothing there's nothing all that exciting about Kentucky. Clint, tell me something that is exciting. Uh, here's what I'm going to tell you that's exciting, Daniel. Uh, you can no longer have to be at the, the ills and the whims of parts stores to go ahead and fix your car, to get back on the road, to take that little check engine light that comes on, and you think to yourself, oh, no, bone chilling, just the, the spine starts tingling because you think. You immediately, the first it. thing I want to do is open my online banking app and see how much money I've got in there because it's all about to go away. How many months will it take That's me to get out of this debt? That's a fun game. That's a fun that's, that's a fun game we play. Uh, no, but Daniel, what if that check engine light comes on? And you don't have to be scared because you know exactly where to go to find the parts that you need, to find the expertise, to find even the know-how of how to go ahead and install said parts to fix the vehicle where you're not having to go in and ask the people that judge you silently or mockingly, as probably in some of our cases, just open laugher at us for going to a parts store and not knowing anything about a thing, not knowing what gasket goes where, Daniel. On our 2005 Honda Odyssey. Um, but if you go to rockauto.com, the people there will give you convenient self-service. They've set it up. The website is perfect for you to go through to browse the part that you need. They have all the parts that your car will ever need. Reliably low prices. And it comes directly to your door. You don't have to go out and uh, and do any contact. Uh, for delivery, contact us contactless delivery straight to your door rockauto.com all the parts your car will ever need let them know we sent you in the comment section by saying locked on as you check out clint number eight on the list and we've made it we've made it to the first rivalry game clint it is georgia tech the georgia tech yellow jackets Ooh. coming in at number Eight. Some of you will disagree with this placement, but again, this is Clint and I's personal level of excitement. Correct. When it comes to the Georgia Tech, and I would say from this point, from number eight, I am. It's the same. The amp, the amp level of excitement is way up there. Okay, like I'm just to say that this is coming in at number eight. Like, don't forget, I'm going to freaking lose my mind about East Tennessee State. Okay, like that's that's where we're at. So now the fact that we're all the way up at Georgia Tech, everything here is through the roof from here on out. Uh, quick history lesson: Georgia Tech not good at football. New, and that's the history of the program. There it is, Clint. Um, the last eighteen games against UGA. What's that been like? Georgia Tech um, is uh, three and fifteen against oh, no. the University of Georgia. Yeah, the last twenty-eight games against the University of Georgia, they are six and twenty-two. Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. That's not good. Okay, they don't win many games. Um, uh, They got a new coach, Geoff Collins, I believe is his name. He loves lifting weights. He loves it when his players lift weights. He loves. He just loves getting cut. He loves getting fit. 
Um, we've got a we've got a, an ad read coming up that he would be all over. Just to be honest with you, but oh. that's not till the end of the segment. Uh, if you recall, last year Georgia Tech was led by a, a freshman signal caller. His name was James Graham, and he had um, he had some interesting comments. I don't know if you remember, but the week before Georgia Tech played uh, Georgia. James Graham was uh, – they beat NC State, which – what a win, you know? Yep. What a win for the program against NC State, that that powerhouse. And um, James Graham just went ahead and opened his mouth and said, uh, next week uh, we're ready to show everybody what's up and go ahead and get the win next week. I don't – I don't think that happened. Um, and so I expected to go do some research on Georgia Tech. And this is not a deep dive. We're not trying to break down the, the game and, and, and look at, well, freshman quarterback coming back, James Graham. But apparently there's a freshman, a new freshman coming in that mm-hmm. people are pretty excited about over there at Georgia Tech. His name's Jeff Sims. And um, there are just article after article written about this kid. And um, let me just let me just read you a, a small excerpt. Um, many different ways to evaluate a quarterback: arm strength, athleticism, quickness, eye placement, pace of delivery, and touchdown to interception ratio, just to name a few. They can all be right depending on the circumstance. And with Georgia Tech's class of 2020 quarterback, early enrollee Jeff Sims, he possesses a little bit of each category and then some. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. Yes. I, I would, yes, go I, ahead. I would, I would classify a car having a body, <laughs> tires, transmission, cylinders, and an interior cloth. That's how we I already did the rock auto. We already did the rock auto ad. <laughs> so that's how I had to classify a car. And now, then what if I said, now this car, Clint, has a has little, a little bit, bit of each. <laughs> that's literally the... Um, let me read you the paragraph before that. With all the transition that Georgia Tech football program is undertaking, it's good to know a very talented signal caller of the future is coming to play now for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. So... That's who we're handing the reins to, sure. Clint. So, of course, Jeff Sims, I needed to go ahead and look up, yeah. and I did. And um, he's a four-star prospect, old Jeff Sims. Oh, yeah, he is. What do you know about that? He, he's the 221st overall prospect in the nation, the okay. number 10 dual-threat quarterback in the country, uh, which makes him the second-highest-rated recruit in Georgia Tech's recruiting class, Clint. Now, I, this is – I don't think it's verified exactly I'm on Rivals, but uh, Georgia is listed as one of the teams that offered one Jeffrey Smith, Sims. I, Come now. I, well, I'm Come just, now. I, that's why I said. That's why I said. He visited well, Maryland and Central Florida and Georgia Tech. Um, yes. And instead of him, we – just ended up with Carson Beck. Oh, well, eh. who's, you know, this. That's all we. That's who we ended up with. So, um, in case you're wondering, he's number two, the number two overall player in Georgia Tech's class. And Georgia, in their last year's class, only signed 14 players better than him. Oh, so oh. that's the future of the program at, oh. at Georgia Tech. 
Clint, there's everything to be excited about of this game. I love that Jeff Collins is the head coach of the universe of the University of Georgia Tech, which is not even the name of their school. Uh, I love that Jeff Collins is the head coach of Georgia Tech because um, as much as I enjoyed beating the crap out of Paul Johnson every year, oh, uh, Jeff Collins is actually a legitimate coach. And he's going to make these games more competitive. And I want the Georgia-Georgia Tech game to be a bigger I need it to move up this list. That's what I'm trying to say okay. to you, Clint. It okay. can't be at eight for long. And I believe Jeff Collins is the guy that's going to make this game move up this list for me. What say you? Uh, just in case you need some more bloodlust for George – I'm sorry, uh, Jeff Collins. Uh, he was, in his coaching career, uh, defense coordinator, Florida – Underneath one Jim McElwain. Oh, yeah. Don't know. Just oh, keep that in mind, people. Keep that shark, in mind. Sh- old old shark, shark boy Jim. <laughs> Gosh, every time I see that picture pop up on Twitter, I lose it. I, I stop whatever I'm doing and I lose it. It's the best thing. It's a great time. It's, it's a, a great time. time. Um, here's, here's the deal. Uh, without growing up in the South, without growing up in Georgia, I know this has some deep feels for you guys. Uh, coming into it, Georgia Tech is a joke program with all buffoonery of claiming titles however they wanted to claim them and the joke that was not having a coach having a principled not wearing a headset just can you get more try hard than a coach saying i'm not going to call into your helmet i refuse to do that it's just the most try hard thing in the entire world and to take pride over that um so yes would i love to see this list go up i actually would because i want to join in something that's fun and right now this is just not fun game these this this is the game each year where i go uh, i i'm supposed to get excited about it and again we will get excited about it but it'd be incredible if this climbed up if jeff said you know what i'm gonna make i'm gonna keep on getting recruits i'm gonna make this team competitive uh and so that when we stomp on them it's it's not just stomping on little brother it's stomping on little brother who spent some time in the gym in the off season and came back and was oh. a little bit full of himself. They're going to be spending some time in the gym. That's for sure. <laughs> also on the field, also on the field directly before the game. Jeff, Jeff be. ain't seen a gym that he didn't make mobile. He ain't seen cutting, nothing that he said. No, no, I, I could put this in the truck. <laughs> I could take this on the road. I could put this in the back of the F-150 <laughs> if I need to. Uh, hey, look, locked on podcast network stands against racism and social in, uh, injustice and that's why we the hosts are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change and in the month of june locked on the company is matching the total of all the host donations up to an additional ten thousand dollars you can make your own donations along with us to do so please visit lockedonpodcast.com slash black lives matter Clint, you know what Jeff Collins really needs in his life? Uh, it's some Bill Bar. Well, the man needs a Bill Bar. Also, recruits. Also, coaching pedigree. Mm-hmm. Also, yep. qualified assistance. You said what does also, he need in his life, and I said I don't. Also, do a stadium that holds more than 192 fans. Also, a football team with more than 192 fans. There's many things that he could use. You know what he doesn't need more in his life? Waffle House. I was just going to say. That's about the only thing he's down got. down the syrup, pick up the built bar, Jeff. He's got all of the scattered, covered, and smothered that he needs. What he needs is a little bit of built bar. It's a protein bar. Tastes like a candy bar. You know it. You've probably had it already at this point, but you, you should order some more. That's what we're trying to say to you. If you finished off the first box, get back in for the second box. Maybe... 
you bought the variety pack and now you've whittled it down to your favorite flavors they got a bunch of flavors they're all delicious but you know the ones that you go to and so you can go back and order just those individual flavors uh bill bar is high in fiber it's low in sugar it's high in protein and it's low in calories it is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar that is verified by uh, your uh, podcast hosts and and if, what are we qualified to do if not speak on the deliciousness of food? Yeah, like, we do that really well. There's very few things that we are more qualified for. Uh, go to BillBar.com, enter the promo code locked on Right now, when you go to BillBar.com, you can get up to 50% off of everything that BillBar sells, and all of the profits will be donated to charity. Number seven, Clint, this one was tough. This was the first debate. It was. This was the first back and forth we had two schools that we were deciding between, and ultimately, we went with South Carolina. Ooh, now that's going to scar a couple seven. people, Daniel. That's going to make them a little upset after last year. Some y'all, our boy over at the UJ Hoops fans Twitter account has just has just unsubscribed from the podcast. <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> Ain't nobody hates South Carolina like Jake does. There's no. nobody. There's that's a, Jake is that's leading the charge. Guy. There's there's Gator hate, and then there's there's Gamecock hate, it, and he's all about it. He really he really is. But look, this is a personal list, and we will get to some personal reasons why other games are higher than this when we get to them. But South Carolina, fair to say, Clint, that this is a team that you have a bit of disdain for. I hate this team. Simply put, Daniel, I hate this team. The second. The second I became a Georgia fan, those fateful years ago, and I watched the South Carolina game, and the very first instant the camera came on, I looked at you and I said, what the hell is going on? What is this? What is this? What is? What what is that noise in the background? Why is that rooster Mm -hmm. at me all the time? Why am I at an EDM concert and I have a migraine already? What is happening in my life? So much migraine. Uh, so I hate South Carolina. I hate Muschamp. I hate the uniforms. I hate the team. I hate South Carolina so much, Daniel. I I can't stress that enough. Let me just tell you, just personally, we're going to get into some details about the team, some details about the specifics of the game and all that. But remember, this is a countdown about games I'm excited about. Can I just say, flat out, this game is in Columbia, South Carolina. Hmm. You understand the noises that you're going to have to listen to during this game? It takes a lot for me to not be excited about a Georgia game, but I can't get excited about that, Clint. Like, that's not something that excites me. You understand? Like, that, if this game's in Athens, now all of a sudden it's maybe something different. Yeah, it changes. But this is a game that I am going to have to... Oof, all of the things you just described are going to be coming at us full, full tilt. Uh, absolutely. A uh, little background on South Carolina. They return Holinsky, their quarterback, who famously uh, was from over on the West Coast, came down to South Carolina, uh, looks to be, has a live arm, got some talent in his arm. I don't know if Muschamp knows what to do with it, uh, but Holinsky's got some gunslinger mentality in him. Recruiting classes for the last three years, 2018, they were 18th. 2019, they were 21st. 2020, they were 18th. Now, Daniel, I'm going to say something in a moment here. Um, with Helensky, with these recruiting classes in successive order like that, uh, one could make the argument that South Carolina is one of the most ill underperforming teams in all the nation. Okay, you know what I'm saying? 18th, 21st, That's... and 18th recruit rankings. All right, 
that's that, that's not a lack of quality players. That, that's a team. I mean, it's not elite. You see what I'm saying? No, it's but not it's, elite. It's still a team. It's still respectable. You can do something with those three. You can take some three stars, turn them into four stars. You can flip some kids and put them into something. You could develop them. And the fact that Muschamp isn't, the fact that they have disappointing seasons, and a bunch of sites that I looked on from South Carolina talking that Muschamp is, uh, he's been on the hot seat, I think, since day one he came in to South Carolina. When, okay. When he was the defensive coordinator at Texas under Mac Brown, I think he was already on the head coaching hot seat. Yes. I don't know how, but like when he was just wearing those, you remember he used to wear those giant sweatbands on his oh forearms gosh, when he was a yes. defensive coordinator? And he's just in that black Texas polo shirt, just sweating like a donkey over there on the sidelines with, with old Mac Brown. Mac Brown hated him so much to put him in that. So much. Do you understand? So he they hate, could choose he any other him. color. <laughs> All right. You're in Texas in a black shirt midday out on the field. He hated him. They named him the head coach in waiting at Texas. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. And Mag Brown said, oh, well, I guess I'm never going to retire then. Sure. I just. I'm here. I'll I'll die here is what I'll do. Over my dead body, quite literally. Literally, Trevor. And then, and then. Will Muschamp goes to Florida, and the next year, Mac Brown's like, "All right, guys, I'm out. We good. <laughs> I'm taking, we I'm good. taking off. I am going to just take off. Uh, it's so been much. real fun. It's, <laughs> oh God, he hated him. Uh, um, so, on top of having those recruiting classes, Helinski back from his injury. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this should uh, uh, newsworthy item. Um, one, anybody, anybody familiar over there on the sidelines well, at South Carolina? One, Mister. Mike Bobo over on the over the sidelines for South Carolina. Uh, quick Some, quick survey. Quick survey. Uh, oh, okay. Any, anybody anybody nervous about South Carolina's offense this year? Raise raise your hands. No? Wait. Listen. Hold on. One 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 person on this recording chose Mike Bobo as their offensive coordinator and their all-time <laughs> UGA. Also, <draft>. also <laughs> also the list was bottom barrel <laughs> was depleted <laughs> it was severely depleted uh mike bubble over there uh south carolina has only three returning on-field coaches outside of Muschamp, which is a lot of turnover uh two returning skill players on the uh, i'm sorry three returning skill players one of which is helinski and then uh, a couple of tackles and wide receiver um coming back starting position the d-line has lost all of its talent just you want to talk about Kinlaw going to the Niners first round. You want to talk about uh-huh. they, they have two yeah. seniors who are penciled in to start now. Now the two people they're replacing are not seniors. Didn't graduate. They were two oh. talented players that left, and now two seniors who couldn't crack the starting lineup are now the penciled in starters for the defensive line this coming year. Is that good? Is that? Do you want that? Is not that, at all. Is that a sign of? Promise? No, no, it's not. Uh, top player of their team is the 42nd recruit in the nation last year, one Lloyd running back. Uh, he looks to have some pretty good skill to him. Um, I'm sorry, his name is <laughs> his name is Lloyd, Lloyd <laughs> running back. <laughs> My <laughs> word, what a name! What a name! He was he was born for it, Clint. Lloyd running back. Golly, he came into he came into the first day of JV high school practice, and coach said, "What position you want, Lloyd?" <laughs> he he said, "Well, 
coach. You know, like you know how back in old back in old times, your name would be like yeah, Smith, Smith. Uh-huh. if you were a blacksmith, uh-huh. or Tanner if you were like you know or whatever. Uh, his name is Lloyd Running Back. His dad was a running back. His grandfather was a running back. He comes from a long line of running backs. So look, this just Lloyd Running Back. Um, I don't care what his name up. is. I'm calling him. I'm calling him Lloyd Running Back for the rest of his life. Open open auditions for co-host of Locked On Bulldogs. Just to let everybody know. That's for me. That's for me, right? <laughs> I need. I'm the one that needs the co-host. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Clint, I'm fired up. I'm fired up about the South Carolina game. I am not excited about the atmosphere. I'm not excited. But if you guys just remember, this is a revenge game. How fired up is Kirby going to have them boys for this game? Here's the deal. Look, here's the deal. Must champ. Sorry, not sorry. Just not sorry sorry at all. Are you kidding me? Uh, no. It's is that you remember the revenge tour of 2017? The oh, old, I do. That old revenge tour. Yeah, that's happening. And it's uh, South Carolina stop one. Columbia uh-huh. stop one. Uh, it's gonna be ugly. We're gonna be. We're gonna win this game by a lot of points. We are going to win this game by a lot of points. Helensky, love you, but watch the blind side. You better go down. Nolan's look, coming. He's going You better go down. Mm. Mm, that secondary is going to be thirsty for blood uh and they're going to have it uh, absolutely i am pumped for this game cannot wait must champ i hate you south carolina i hate you i cannot wait to see kirby do bad things to you uh daniel that does it for this week of podcast thanks for joining us on lockdown bulldogs we'll be back with you next week for three more episodes uh keep on sending your uh segment ideas in you guys are fantastic jeff go ahead and get written permission first before you you write back jeff, we've Jeff, we've had some time to, to take some deep breaths. We will allow we will allow another idea if you've got one. So we if you've got ideas though that are better than Jeff's, don't feel free. Feel free to, to, to get with us. We're glad that you guys have been listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys then. See ya.